Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is world-renowned, highest-qualified medical and science experts discuss the latest COVID summit. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? Oh, absolutely, especially when I'm live. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and without any further delay, it has been a while since we've been in here, and let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Fantastic, Ben, and you are right. It has been a while since we've been in the studio. It it seems like longer than normal. It, yeah, whatever normal is these uh, days, but uh, three, I know that three, I do not want to get back to what some say the you know the old normal or whatever it is or the new normal. Yeah, uh, I just want to get back to being real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I under you know glad you're back. Uh, you had a good trip, and I've been busy uh, doing uh, my thing. And uh, uh, yeah. Nothing crazy to report, other than some of what this, some of what this is all about today. Right. I love the title, and you know it hasn't been too often that I've actually wanted to be at an event or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And this really isn't an event that we're going to share with the audience, but. It's in a studio. It's about an event, but the studio attendees, Dr. Robert Malone, mm-hmm. Brian, Dr. Brian Cole, Dr. Richard Urso are all in the studio with Dell Bigtree on the high wire, and Dr. Geert Vandenbosch joining him from afar uh, via right. uh, video. Okay. But just to be in that studio with those three guys, or you know, even Dell. I mean, I could, boy, I would, I would love to yeah. be sitting around that table, listening, asking questions, and just mixing it up, right, so, right, sort of, you know. Uh, but, but you know, and the highest qualified and so forth. This is the real deal. Yeah, you know, you've got the guys that are right in the middle of it, and these guys know. Really, the ins and outs, and what we have now, Ben, is we've got a a little bit of a track record, a little bit of uh, studies, right? Say a little bit of study studies that have been looked at through all of this to sort of forecast and look back and see per evidence and research of hey, what went what went wrong, what could go wrong, what was attempted to be perpetrated on the world. Let's just just speak plain, not just the U S. So all of these things, these guys 
collectively will share. And the thing that uh, that I really appreciate is it's not as if all of these guys are going to say the same thing in the same way. Yeah. What I'm getting at, you know, we've been hollering and screaming and demanding public discourse where it doesn't seem that many want to hear a good quality discussion. And after all, that's medicine. That's practicing medicine. That is science. Let's talk about what we have as far as knowledge. And all of these guys don't necessarily, excuse me, agree 100%. Right. Yeah. That's what makes this, well, let's face it, that makes it exciting and it makes it sort of cool because you don't, we're not hearing this. The one thing they do have in common is each of these men care about you and me and everyone listening and then beyond. They care about people. They care about saving lives. Right. They took their Hippocratic oath serious, and they want to do what is right for mankind, not necessarily their bank accounts. Yeah, uh, I say necessarily. That's a sidebar. You know what they do? They get paid for. But I, but these guys, I can tell you that wouldn't matter, right? Uh, to these guys. And, so and that's and like you're saying, they that that's a good thing because when you have several different people, even if they don't agree, quote on the topic or on all the aspects of the topic, as long as their goal is unified in trying to save people, and they sit down and have an actual open discussion. Then, you know, like if like two people, you could kind of you kind of, you know, go back and forth a little bit. But when you have more people, even if they don't all agree, it just if everybody's open to it, you start hearing a bunch of different sides and it can help you look at the problem in different aspects because not everybody looks at the at a problem the same way. Right. So by having more people and having a discussion discussion but a common interest in saving people you start listening to other people's points of view that you might not have thought of and maybe you would be like oh well you know what that is that is a good point and a good way of looking at it i okay i i agree with that now you know whereas before you're like eh, you know what i mean so i i i like that in having more people in that type of discussion um and i wanted to ask you and I know we're already into the podcast a little bit, but I wanted to ask you <laughs> if I could make some sort of, uh, it's not really a disclaimer, okay. but I had a comment pertaining back to um, Brian Artis oh. and and um, the snake venom theory. Uh-huh. As I was listening back on it, editing it, putting it out, I had, I a, co- I had a comment. Okay. If, if I can. Can uh, I do well, that? Okay. Go for it. So really quick, I don't want to take too much time, yeah. but I wanted to be fair in that, and Brian already said that the goal was not the water thing, so That's don't exactly, get caught up. That's but exactly right. to be fair with that, there are some unknowns that I don't know, and I forget if he mentioned it, but to be totally fair, if you got a level of something that you knew was excreted from you know, somebody at a certain level, you could potentially monitor water levels to see if people were getting it in that area, and if enough people quote by your determination of how much would one person excrete if enough people you could potentially say hey we're looking at a possible spread here Mm -hmm. so i would just full disclosure 
that would deter that would depend on how far back the CDC had been monitoring these sites. See, because that would mm-hmm. be an after the fact, unless you knew beforehand. Right. If you see what I'm getting, I, I so, know exactly what so you're saying. So to be totally fair, it is possible to use it as kind of a predictor. Yes. But that's not the whole goal of what Brian Artis was saying, and that's I'm not right. trying to say that it is. I'm just trying to be totally transparent and fair. Mm-hmm. It is somewhat possible, but it still sounds a little fishy the way that they were doing it. So that that's what I wanted to say. So from my opinion, it, it is possible, but I would have to know some other nuances to say, mm-hmm. was this really what they're doing, or is it just a whole bunch of pooey, yes. so, to, so to speak? Yes. Anyway, I that's, think, that's yeah. what I wanted to say. So no, I just wanted no. to be completely fair. No, well taken, and, and Brian Aris was very clear. He's yeah. not saying that this is what it is. It's just that there, right, right, there are many right. ways that this could be done, and the symptoms really were the unique thing yeah. about it. Of exactly. the, the individuals match up with the, right, right. the venom. So, so this was just a possibility as to, and it yeah. looks a little yeah. suspect the way they're doing things. Yeah, yeah, sure. And how how is it taking? Yeah, you know, taking place. So, right. Um, okay. All right. Well, with all of that being said, uh, I'm excited to see what these guys have to say oh, yeah. about. And keep in mind, and we're gonna, we will be commenting as as we go through, because I'm curious to know about the size and the participants in this COVID summit. And there's mm-hmm. more to come because there's other meetings and right. events that are are already on the schedule, and oh, we're gonna okay. try to cover. Okay parts of those that are that are coming forward there's a lot going on so wow sounds good yep anyway here we go uh del big tree on the high wire with his i'm gonna call it super panel oh right yeah i like that one yeah here we go just yesterday morning a declaration signed by over seventeen thousand scientists and medical doctors across the world was released that is the mm. global covid summit um, and I am joined, it's my honor to be joined right now by some of the representatives of that Global COVID Summit, Dr. Robert Malone. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Ryan Cole, Thank you, Dr. Man. Richard Urso. First of all, I just got to say this desk right, has never had so much heavy you know, firepower <laughs> at one time. It's truly an honor to have you guys uh, joining me wow. today. So let me start with you, Dr. Malone. Um, what is the global COVID summit? What is it, what, you know, how did it start? What's the goal here? So we started as a small group of docs that had come together that all shared a common belief system that what was happening was wrong. Uh, the data weren't consistent with what we were being told through the various public health channels. And this was a group that was really at the forefront of using, uh, existing drugs and multi-drug therapy to treat patients. So this is this is really one of the key groups that launched early treatment in the United States. And we came together as a group, uh, really catalyzed through this outbreak. Many of us didn't really know each other before, but we'd found ourselves because we'd been online or in other ways speaking out against what we were seeing, objecting to what was going on recommending that there be early treatment, found each other, and then uh, built this declaration, the initial declaration, and uh, then um, came together in the summit in Rome, uh, the first international COVID summit. Uh, The declaration was read there, 
And then it went online and uh, we asked for signatures from other physicians and medical scientists all over the world. And one thing led to another. First, we were a few hundred, then we were a few thousand. And now we're over 17,000 that have signed wow. off on, on the various declarations. Mm. And we've just continued at it. This is the group that's been touring all over the country um, and uh, speaking to, to church groups and rallies and doing education, uh, continuing medical education for physicians. Um, we're all a little bit punch drunk and exhausted <laughs> yeah. because we've just been going nonstop. But the mission is there. It's an important one. And so that's really what what you have here is part of the core group that's been touring all over the United States and sharing the data and the observations. And we're just grateful for the chance to talk to you and and for your support and interest in our latest declaration. Well, so. okay. So, want to pause that just for a sec. Uh, and Dr. Malone is the president of this global summit. Oh, so okay. And we did a. I didn't we, realize that. We read the first declaration on a on an episode sometime back, the very first one in yes. Rome, if you recall. Yes, we did, and we briefly read their slight updated version. Yes. A, a while back, I think we briefly read over some right. of that. And one of the most important things is that they were they identified really at an early stage of all of this mm -hmm. in the early goings that drugs that were effective were not being used and they right. the, they just showed as Dr. Malone was talking just as sort of a reminder those drugs were hydroxychloroquine ivermectin and zinc those three nice. specifically and, right, and, yeah. and you know those were the the ones that they knew to be effective and and actually were giving to you know patients and of course I can't can't mention this without uh, another member of uh, the signees, but Dr. Pierre Corey, he's not mm -hmm. there today, but he is another one that played a big part in this. Okay. So, uh, and also amongst the things that were being charged uh, through their declaration was they wanted people that were, were responsible for not treating patients when they could have been treated they wanted them charged with crimes against humanity. So yeah. that's the weight of, of some of this. And these guys were out there from the very beginning. So mm -hmm. just wanted to make that point. And an, an, another thing that we will notice going through that these doctors, we, you know, we, you know, we mentioned what we mentioned in the beginning, but even through some of their differences, you're going to see certain expertises if that can be said their expertise expertise yeah expertise, yeah <laughs> they each of them have a little bit different expertise yeah, uh, yeah. you know so yeah i think that's cool because yeah. you know this guy might it might be more in his lane and this might and and they sort of right you know uh, appreciate each other that way and compliment each other in that way so. right yeah Okay, so, all right, uh, just a little background there, and we will get back at it here. Here we go. It's an honor to have you here. Um, this is a conversation that's been here at the High Wire for, you know, many years, but specifically around COVID, just to have these great voices like yours stepping up and really putting it all on the line. And, and, and Dr. Ryan Cole, 
you know, this declaration, this is the fourth declaration now by this group. You keep sort of updating and, you know, sort of stating where we're at. Really now we have this sort of retrospective look at, you know, mistakes made. So this is really an mm-hmm. assessment of the mistakes that were made and, and sort of thoughts about how we move forward. What, why now? What's important about this declaration in the, in the time that we find ourselves in now? Thank you, Dell. Um, I think the important aspect is there are large governmental groups and agencies uh, and other interests trying to prolong something that is done. And in my medical opinion and some of my medical colleagues, we're at a point where we know COVID is with us, it's endemic, but we don't need to be going forward with draconian policies that don't make scientific sense. We have a shot that has expired that doesn't cover the variant that's here. Not that it was really that effective ever anyway against the earlier ones, but the point being, there's more harm than good being caused if we carry forward with what we've been doing heretofore. So it's really a call to action for the people, not only of the United States, but of the world to declare their independence and freedom from something that is gone. And it behooves us to come together as a people in unity at this time in history to say, game over. No more draconian measures, no more interventions, no more restrictions of anybody's liberty anywhere in the world. It's time to let science be science. Let those experts with the scientific expertise have their voice again, non-censorship, and get back to normality. Dr. Urso, when we think about letting science be science, one of the things that I found really powerful about this declaration is it really calls out the pharmaceutical industry, Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, uh, for, you know, really a desire to indict them on fraud charges for misrepresenting the science. Tell me about, you know, because this has been a big thing, misrepresenting the science on round vaccines and also the science around treatments that were working. Well, the, the pharmaceutical industry has become so powerful, Dell. Uh, it's very, they're very much in control of medicine. Their control it starts at the education level, it goes into hospitals, and it goes into advertising to the public itself. And so at every single level, it's controlled on that level. And then you've got the control of the regulatory agencies where they're the main funder of our agencies, the NIH, CDC, and the FDA, and they have relationships in there where they are mm. able to partner with those uh, people that are working there and create um, patentable products that they benefit from equally and then they go and vote on. So the, the process itself is creating the problem. So we have to restrict some of that. The pharmaceutical companies have basically taken control and absolute power corrupts absolutely and we're seeing that. We have to find a way to sort of decentralize that process, separate the ability of the pharmaceutical industry to influence so strongly onto the, onto the agencies and then take away their power at the medical school levels in education because they basically sponsor every major event. And when I was early in my practice, that mm. wasn't true. And they have taken over medicine every in every single way. Wow. There's sort of this push for almost like a ministry of truth now here in the United States of America. You know, they're talking about disinformation and, you know, panels and boards and things to sort of decide what and what is and what is not truth. Throughout this entire COVID experience, it seems to me that the CDC and the FDA have had to change a lot of their statements. And now we've got Dr. Rochelle Walensky saying things like, well, when we were telling people we were following the science, people thought that was black and white, but it's, they just didn't realize it's gray. 
If it was gray, <laughs> why weren't you being invited to the table? Is my thought. Why were you know? Why did they manhandle the sort of statements that were going out? You know, were you attempting to have a debate? Why was there no debate? Should there be debate? I mean, what are your thoughts on where we're at when you see an administration that did not allow you know a free conversation around this now saying that they're going to be you know judging truth and what can and cannot be said, especially on social media? Uh, I've never uh, seen any evidence that the government and those agencies and those leaders that you're speaking of had any interest in having an open dialogue and encouraging dissenting voices and listening to dissenting voices. I've seen no evidence of that all the way through. We do have this remarkable recent string of disclosures, starting with the New York Times on President's Day, stating that the CDC has been withholding information. And their justification for withholding information from physicians, medical scientists, and public health officers all across the United States was that they didn't want to create vaccine hesitancy. Really, what? I've got one thing to say. What? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, you know, one of the things that Doctor Malone said is it's it, it's interesting to me is that in his position now, ladies and gentlemen, he's the one that he's the architect of the mRNA delivery system he, he's been working with the you know right, vaccines right. and whatnot you know say good bad or indifferent he's actually owning up to some mistakes and, and so forth but the very fact that he said the the departments in the you know in our government had mm -hmm. no inclination what no conceivable reason to want to have a conversation about any of this. Yeah, it was never no, part of their thought process. Never, yeah, it, no. it, and almost as, it, it, he made it sound like, well, look, we we offered it. No, we're talking, we're not just talking about a local small town doctor. These are the guys that know what's going on. That, mm -hmm. you know, Especially when you're talking about the architect, having him be one of the ones that have said, look, Basically, what he's saying is we we wanted to have conversation, but yeah. they never showed any interest, any interest mm -hmm. of wanting to even engage in in finding facts. Um, right. One of the the the, the published this is this is out of the New York Times that that they have have put up here talking about the CDC mm -hmm. says that the CDC has been routinely collecting information since the COVID vaccines were first rolled out last year, according to a federal official familiar with the effort. The agencies has been reluctant to make those figures public, the official said, because they might be misinterpreted as the vaccines being ineffective. That was the reason might, given. Might be. Okay. The, they might be misinterpreted as, as the vaccines being ineffective. Mm. Now, this is... I mean, so yeah. they're uh, getting ready to get into the, you know, into the weeds a little bit about right. somebody down the road, there's going to be a small number of people, and, and we're seeing this already, and this isn't really news to anyone, but when it's coming from these agencies of, hey, no, if 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 this stuff could be misinterpreted, and this, and of course, you and I both know this is mm -hmm. total phony baloney. Yeah. Uh, that they the reason that they're giving is they they might be 
said to be ineffective, which everyone knows they are now, because why would you need booster after booster after meaning, booster? Meaning we didn't want people to find out that we that, did something yeah, that's wrong, exactly that it. we recommended something yeah. that wasn't correct. You're getting close. Because the FC... Was it the no the FDA yeah. already? Am I correct on this? Because I, I I read a brief headline or something. The FDA has pulled Johnson and Johnson yeah. due to well, any ineffectiveness, or it, was it something else? I I, I just wanted to briefly mention. I believe mention, specifically blood clots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was harmful. Yeah. That, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I was just like really. Um, yeah. When I heard when I heard that, I'm like, well, we've been talking about that this whole the whole podcast uh, almost since the beginning of our podcast <laughs> right. a year ago. And um, yeah, they're putting it out there as news. Yeah, right. It's news. Yeah, it's like Dell would say, break, really, guys? Yeah, break really, it. Bill. Yeah, break really, it. Bill Gates. Yeah, like a year after you finally realize uh, uh, that's exactly. But right. um, I mean, you guys had studies. Mm. There were there were studies yeah. out there. There were people that sure volunteered in those trials that we heard about that got you know yanked the the stories of them they got yanked out of the trials right. whatever um but yeah no i wanted to i wanted to say something real quick like he mentioned um well the science was gray i'm sorry i grew up with science is science and you either come to a conclusion or you don't there is no real gray yeah. it's either you you said your hypothesis and you proved it or you didn't prove it that's the only quote. Gray is if you didn't prove it, well, what is it? But science itself, let's be clear, is not gray. No, the process could be as you're like in- your understanding of some of the science may yeah. be gray, but science itself is straightforward. Yeah, during That's- the process of discovery, <clears throat> it could be gray because you haven't come up with a black and white yet. Yeah, that's what you're, to an effect. Yes, you know, yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that but part, but, but of course, you but know. that's your understanding of the science. And if you haven't come to that understanding yet, right. then to you it's still. But yeah, science itself. If you're following quote science, saying that you're following science, in my opinion, is saying that you're following something that's already been proven. Right. So, so, um, <laughs> so I mean, I'm just thinking would well, want to be like well yeah um yeah. well that fits too that's not that, exactly that, the effect i was looking for yeah. guys uh i, I yeah, but, but that's but, uh, okay but yeah to say that you're following science to me by saying that you're saying that you're following something that's been proven well, yeah. Well, they, they are you following science if you're following somebody that's yeah. working with science but hasn't proven anything? I think I think they say that. I think that term is we. You know, you, you, you we've been hearing this. We need to follow the science. Yeah, yeah, follow, yeah. I think they use that word as as elevating you know, uh, uh, information. Right. They don't say we need to we need to follow the doctors. We need to follow the experts. They use the word science as if if it's science, it's, you can't call it wrong you right, can't because it's supposed to be conclusive yeah right but the now, process see, isn't conclusive the pro- it's right, seeking, right right it's but seeking yeah but know. see they're not separating that out yeah. see whereas dell when we were talking with you know with the episode with bill it's like we've been following the science from the beginning yeah. and and dell they've been following what has been concluded okay that yeah. that's if you're following yeah. what i'm saying yeah, they are actually following the science, right. whereas these people that are just like the CDC, FDA, whatever, that oh, well, we're following science. Well, 
no, you're following somebody that thinks they're no. working with science. I don't know what they're following. Right. And keep in mind, Dr. Malone was quoting... That's uh, my opinion, guys. <laughs> yes. Was quoting the head of the CDC at, at when, yeah, yeah. yeah, about being yeah. gray. He didn't say that the science was gray. He said, he said this is what she said. Right. Okay. Yeah, the Fair head enough. of the CDC. Yeah. Is. Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what she said. I'm like, really, yeah, yeah. really, exactly. Yeah. The head of the CDC. So, <laughs> oh, as uh, the world turns. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Continuing on here with the super panel. Basically admitted to withholding information for political purposes, and also because they felt that we weren't able to handle that information. Furthermore, in the New York Times, there's multiple quotes stating, and we now have the GAO report reinforcing that, that these agencies have become politicized. The CDC is no longer the independent entity, arbiter of truth, that many of us once thought it was. Yeah. Um, and nope. it, we're yeah. now in an environment where what, what, one of the things that I think in our journey in the COVID, Global COVID Summit Group has been the frustration of knowing truth, of knowing the data, of sharing the data with each other and with our colleagues, and being roundly criticized for it, um, demeaned, attacked, um, had uh, multiple attempts and many successful in pulling people's licenses, medical licenses, or otherwise compromising their business for saying things that we now know were true. Right. And uh, for instance, just not to make it about myself, but I, you know, I started off with these attacks from uh, people, quote, fact checkers, who didn't have any background in biology asserting things like spike is not a toxin and uh, that there was no basis for the mass formation hypothesis of Matthias Desmet, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on and on and on. Yeah. And you can look back in time at all of these attacks that I've experienced and Ryan's experienced and that we've all experienced. Um, uh, Peter McCullough is a notable example. And as you look back at what we've said, our sin is really that we were prescient, that we were aware in speaking out about information that wasn't yet official and yet within a few months would become so. We're Our sin is that we were able to basically better interpret the emerging data. And this is something that I, I often mention. One of the things about Ryan and I is trained in pathology. This is what pathologists do, is we look for signals, we look for patterns, and report that, uh, you know, usually as an early warning sign. And that's what we've been doing all the way through. And the response of the FDA and the CDC and the NIH and the the press that they've controlled has been to attack us and attack Harvey Reich and attack the signers of the Great Barrington Declaration, mm -hmm. all of mm. whom have turned out to be right. So you ask the question, do you see any signs that this <laughs> that they suddenly have had some kind of a come to Jesus moment where they've decided, oh no, we did wrong and now we need to come clean. I see absolutely no sign of that. In fact, what I see is doubling down. You mentioned this new ministry of truth. Mm -hmm. there, don't, there is no doubt in my mind that they are going to continue to censor. Del, if you think it through, how could the U.S. government ever admit to the sins and harms that have been caused? How could they ever admit to their obvious role 
in funding the Wuhan laboratory. How could they ever do that? The financial, um, the financial burden of coming to grips with what has been done here would be huge. It would shake the entire government. And that's where we're at. I think they are going to double down and continue to deny and obfuscate and attack and demean because it is their only option. I tend to believe, Dr. Malone, mm-hmm. and, you know, he, as yes. you you got just a little, I was a little trigger angry. happy yes. there, yes. Uh, but he represents real science. Oh. Yeah. Science. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But, <clears throat> boy, he said a wow. mouthful there. First of yeah. all, he doesn't see any retraction. He doesn't see any turning back, any admitting any kind of fault from the leaders in the you know in the government. And unfortunately, this particular topic, this particular medical pandemic, this this gain of function. I mean, so many names. This deception. The all of it. Mm-hmm that was planned and put out has been made political. And, yeah. and to me, that's, that's just a travesty right. that we can talk about people that, that have been harmed and, and, and actually not just harmed, but even killed through our own government's decisions and knowledge mm-hmm. has been made political. That, that simply is a travesty to me. Yeah. And I like what he said, which is another sad statement, unfortunately, sad but true. He said, our only sin, and I'm going to paraphrase this, our only sin mm-hmm. was that we were smarter and ahead of the game. That was our sin. Because what he's saying is we came, we were coming out with statements ahead yeah. of the game. Yeah. We seen it coming. We analyzed it. We, we came out before anybody else was coming out with this. And then the effort to destroy the messengers right. that are the experts started to happen. And I like what he said. He said that our sin, our greatest sin, was basically doing what we do yeah. for the American people here in this country. And their response wasn't, well, Dr. Malone, it appears that you might be a little off. Or Dr. Malone, boy, that's some amazing uh, information. Right. Let's dig into it. Let's have some, you know, some discussions. No, their basic, uh, their response was, "Oh, he's a quack. He's this. He's that. And none of this stuff's true." By their fact checkers, who he even said none have any kind of medical degrees at all. Yeah. So they're just blowing smoke and and trying to let's face it, cancel the experts. Are you kidding me? It, it's, yeah. It's so and. I love how he calmly just says that this is our great, our greatest sin, our greatest fault. The reason that they're after us okay. is what he's saying. Yeah, was, see, I think was I this. think that's the key right you there. He, not that it was their sin, but for for the other people to attack them, their only sin was well, we're right, exactly, and we were right yeah. ahead of you. And he's not yeah. calling it an actual sin. He's right. saying that I, I, that's the way they're viewing. Yeah, but I mean, it could be twofold. Where you know what he's saying is, I mean, it could be a twofold. Like 
this is the only reason they're coming at us. So that's our only quote sin against them. But like they could also be saying that they still feel a little guilty because maybe not pushing hard enough, like that they knew ahead of time. And you know how sometimes yeah, I, it's I, like you, you just feel like you didn't do enough sure, I think there's to get lot. the word out quick yeah. enough to, to do this quick enough. Mm-hmm. So it could be a twofold statement by them. And I'm, I'm not saying it is, I, I don't know. I know. Yeah. But I mean, there is that like so much happened. Could we have pushed harder? Could mm-hmm. we have, you know, um, yeah, yeah, but that it's it's sad because it's like you said it's been politicized, but it's also basically kind of half divided the country over what over nothing. Yeah, oh, like half the people are simply following the yeah. quote the quote science. Yeah, but aren't open minded enough to actually follow the science. Yeah, or the facts. It's like or the so you, truth. Right. So I mean, I, I and I don't understand it. It's like. But it's it almost seems like half the people it's like they think they're following the science and they're not open minded enough to even look to find out that they're wrong, right? And it's you know it's frustrating because like like he said that your your government agencies are just basically I mean they're leading them in that aspect, but they're also doing the same thing. It's like. They're, yeah. You're you're about to get called out. So what do we do? Well, we we just downplay it, and or we change the goalposts, or we shift it to this, and well, or we act like we really didn't know because mm-hmm. half of people aren't actually following anything anyway, so they didn't know either. Well, so how clever? Well, how yeah? So who's going to call them on it? Right. Oh, all those quacks that are actually following science, and you know what I mean? Because. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody on the one side of following the true science has already been labeled as conspiracy theorists, quacks, whatever, like he's saying. Well, you know, you've almost been labeled across the board. If you say anything against the vaccines working or anything about this or anything about that, you're just automatically a quack and conspiracy theorist. Well, let's 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 take that on its on its value, not just face value. But and that's all it is. It's right. That that reaction of. You know, yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all they have. But but that's keep, what it seems like. Yeah. But yeah. keep in mind right. the one thing that was said at the very beginning of this. Mm-hmm. What's the number of individuals that have signed this declaration? And they're not just people; they are experts. That's true. That's true. Seventeen thousand. Seventeen. You've got seventeen. Yeah. These aren't yeah, yeah. a handful of so-called quacks. Right. Yeah. You've got seventeen thousand experts worldwide that have yeah. signed on to this that know something isn't right and yeah. something needs to be done. So I think you, you've got to, you, we have to keep going back to that. Right. You know, you and yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, I'll be, the perf- I, I, I don't know the actual sign. I can't break down how all of this stuff works, but it, yeah, right. I've got to, I've got to be honest with myself and, and go, give me some information that I can sift through. Give me some information. So I, so exactly. I know, when I leave my house, what do I do? How do I protect myself? And and that's, you know, we have to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of so-called spiritually, medically, uh, virologically uh, uh, ignorant people that just they're sort of blind and they leave their house and go, give me, well, I only have one mask today. Oh, no, here's one. I, I'm wearing two. 
you know, they some I think really believe that's what you do. Some are grabbing yes. their information from not the the right place. Right. So right. you you have to be able to really find the the actual facts in a way that that makes sense. Yes. I mean, it should yes. make uh, all of this stuff from the very beginning. And and you and you and I have grown quite a bit in what we are delivering here on our episodes on the podcast. Because when we started, we didn't know. Matter of fact, the first. I think this is critical to mention right now. The, okay. the, the very yeah. first episode, within the first three, uh-huh. w- w- was about who are these people, basically. Right, right. Who are these people that are perpetrating these these lies and stuff? Who are they really? And we didn't really know the, the depth of all of this, right. which we kept after, after. And I'll be the perfect first one to tell you, some of the things that I thought back then – I think a little differently now. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. There was information that I didn't know, and I thought, wow, that confirms this. I thought that. Mm-hmm. But that's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the important way to approach something that you want to know. I And and the clever part about this, and I'll get almost full circle here, yeah, yeah. is the political end. Mm-hmm. How clever it is to make it political, because what happens is you go, I got a side to pick. Bang. There's only two sides, right. and essentially in this country, that's about where it is. You might have another 15%, maybe 20% that is, as we call I, independent. But mm-hmm. if but if I'm – and then what happens is you got side, side, you got RD, pick a side, and then you've got an I, which is about down the middle with this. You've got that split in half. Mm-hmm. So it's still – Clever to pit one group of individuals against the other and make this health problem, supposed health problem, an issue, Mm. you know, and make it a political one. So now, hey, I don't need to watch and research and and look at all this and and really burn my brain cells up trying to figure it all out. All I got to do is listen to delegate so and so or senator so and so or governor so and so and and that's what I'll do. Really? But that's that's the clever part of this, Ben. Mm. And that's sort of where we are and we can get into more of that in the mind manipulation. That's episodes coming because that yeah. is exactly what we we've, we've been facing. Yeah, I was I was just going to mention in in what you're saying uh, uh cuz I'm uh, I'll bring a spiritual side in. Um. Hmm. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, uh, look, we 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 have a <laughs> we we've got a political, political phone call, call coming <laughs> coming in on um, oh, the, uh, the, on Mike's phone here. The, 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 sorry the, about that. The timing of that. Yeah, that is yeah. wow. Okay, yeah, right. but I was just about to mention <laughs> a spiritual side of what you were saying, which is kind of an interesting correlation here. <laughs> yeah, like right. um, in that you're pitting, and you said clever, but there's been confusion in that quote cleverness right well, that's part of the and that's part of yeah of the uh, you know where i'm going with this <laughs> yeah, right. right but but spiritually author of confusion is satan yes now going to what you said there's two sides well spiritually guess what folks there's two there's sides only two sides there's either god's side or satan's side there is no independent no i'm sorry there is no independent in in this whole thing 
in the spiritual aspect, there's there's two sides. You're either with God or you're not. That's right. And Period. he makes that pretty clear. So I, I just thought that that was an interesting correlation that you put in there. Uh, so I, I wanted to yeah. mention that before we closed out there. And to add to that is he always uses a bit of truth mixed in with the absolutely, deception. Absolutely, absolutely. He's got to use that, be, or, or otherwise it's it's going to be too easy to, to spot. So yeah, and that's why so many. This is true. Have been this is true. And we have to be careful not to get caught up in deceived. that. Deceived. All right. Good yeah. stuff. All right. Let's go ahead and close out here, and we will pick this up on the other side, so to speak. All right. And finish up on, well, we're going to call it uh, a subtitle, uh, The Super Panel. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. I <laughs> All like right. that one. Let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, once again, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for those that are standing up for truth, and we thank those experts, those uh, doctors, scientists that really want to help get to the bottom of all this, and, and and most important, that want to help their fellow man, and to see to it that normal deaths or or injuries occur from what has been going on. Lord, we ask for special blessings upon them watch over their families as they're being uh, destroyed in some ways their character maybe their their employment watch over them guard them protect them and continue to give them the mental and physical fortitude to do what they do special blessings upon all all of our listeners and we pray that your power gives us a stronger desire to seek hunger and thirst after your righteousness. We also thank you for the platform that you've provided and the personal mental and physical strength that you've given uh, Ben and I, and we also pray for protection upon our families, uh, that we will also uh, continue to seek you with our whole hearts. And as usual, Lord, we ask as we close that Every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, Continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.